Hello and welcome fellow film buffs. I'm Zach Droll and I'm here joined by my co-host and my hetero life partner, Hunter <laughs> Vanillero. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck. So, uh, what's up, man? <laughs> Nothing much, dude. This movie is like one of the greatest films of all time. <laughs> actually, hold on a second. I actually, because I had another sleepless night. Oh, jeez. You gotta love that. Monster. We're reviewing a great movie this week. I can't wait to talk about it. This we movie are. just, it's so stupid and so, like, ugh, it's good. But before we get into this movie, I, I kind of want to do a little impromptu review of um, Bo Burnham's Inside. It was good. It's my review. It's, <laughs> for me, I, I liked it a lot. I've, I, I fully listened to it, listened to every single song. Uh, it's on uh, Spotify now, so have that downloaded. Yeah, I listened to it. Uh, I listened to it. I watched it twice. Still good. Uh, I don't, you know, I like a lot of Bo Burnham stuff. I have yet to watch his movies though, because he's I'm only just... done one, right? He did um, eighth grade. Eighth grade, and then he was in Promising Young Woman. Ah, which I have to watch. Um, yes, I I, I loved the, the special. Uh, a fun thing that I pointed out, or at least I, I've now, it came to my attention, because I, I was watching Bo Burnham and my friends yesterday, because we were getting, um, me and my other friend were getting the rest of the group into it, so we watched What, and then Make Happy. A lot of people didn't notice this, because um, as this is some people's first Bo Burnham stuff, because he got popular on TikTok. Um, at, at the end of Make Happy... Um, he leaves the same, uh, guest house. I'm assuming that's a guest house that he was recording in. But you can also tell time has changed. When he's leaving Make Happy, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> he's in a relationship. That's not the case in, in Sign, as it very is, very, is strongly clear. Well, Make Happy was made in, like, what, 2016, 2017? Uh, yeah. Yes. Maybe 2018, maybe. I would like to think so. Yeah, so it's been a couple years. No, so. but you, you would think maybe he would have settled down. Who knows? He's young as hell, dude. He just turned 30. But yeah, I was like, I saw that. I was like, man. And also, um, <laughs> at the end of Make Happy, that um, the guest house only has like a piano in it and like a few other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And of course, at the beginning of Inside, it's empty, and then he progressively gets filled with just production equipment. Yeah, like he's doing shit. Well, I, I, I like this. It's a feel like this. This special gave me dread a lot. Yeah, man, it's a little crazy. It's a little existential. It is, and Bo Burnham is very good at that. A thing that I have said is I, I like Bo Burnham. He's one of my favorites because when he's on stage, you can feel his passion. You, you kind of yeah. don't get that with any other, like, comics. Yeah, some of them. I know what you mean, though. He's got this different kind of energy. Yeah, because he, he, he feels like he actually has a lot more passion to it, and this is just a job for him. He actually cares <sighs> about trying to make people laugh. But I digress. Other than that, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into yeah. uh, the film, Bo Burnham, fun fact. 
I'm going to ask you before I reveal it. Do you know how tall he is? I think he's like six foot three. He is six five. He is as tall as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's amazing. It is ridiculous. He is so goddamn tall. He is so goddamn tall. Because hey, he, he was able to grow a beard. Yeah, in the special, he's like, is the house big or is the is the house small or is the man big? <laughs> and the answer, the man is big. He is six five. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> yes, uh, we are the box office losers. Each and every week, we deep dive into the movie spirit to watch and review, and in all films, ever grace a silver screen or your TV screen. This week, we are talking about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Hell yeah, man. Another view askew. Snoochie boochies. It's another view askew universe, man. Yeah. We're in there. I think this is movie five or six. Oh. In the view askew? I think it's five. We did Clerks, uh, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Dogma. Dogma. Now this this one. So so five. Yeah, nice. This was, I, I I think this is my third time seeing this movie or second time. I've seen it many more times than that. I don't know 100% how many times I've seen it, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah. Also, there is a lot of fucking people in this movie, too. I'm looking at the cast. Oh, yeah, dude. This cast is nuts. It's everybody. It's it's either people you can bring up, people you don't want to bring up, because either it's, they're important, they're not important, who knows? Oh, my God. Yeah, the cast list is stupid. Yeah, I I, I copy and pasted from our... We always do. from, From our site... Cause I don't know what's not a, a key character because it's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> I know which ones aren't key characters, but I'm going to say them all because a lot of them are celebrities. Yeah. So it's always fun to mention the celebs. So to <coughs> dying. He's dying. Okay. Uh, so to get into it, uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back is a 2001 American buddy comedy film written and directed by... The one and only Kevin Smith, the fifth to be the fifth to be set in the View Askew universe, a growing collection of characters and settings that uh, developed out his cult favorites, Clerks. It focuses on the two, um, wow, impomious characters played like respected by Jason Mewes and Smith. Yeah. Oh, uh, so I just I, I remember I came. A, I think I saw a random fun fact about just a movie that was filmed in 2001. Completely off topic from, from Jay and Silent Bob. It was The Master of the Skies. Oh, God, yeah. That terrible Dan Danny Carvey movie. Yeah, Danny Carvey. Um, yeah. I think during filming, 9-11 happened. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that fun fact, Holmes. That's a fun, depressing fact. I found that out. Not a cool thing to know. <laughs> No, now if I ever watch that movie, I'm going to be like, rut when does it happen? Um, apparently, uh, it was during when they had to do the turtle stuff. <laughs> so, like, Danny Carvey did a moment of silence in his turtle costume. <laughs> That's terrible to laugh at, but that is turtle, turtle. Turtle, turtle. For some reason, as a kid, I remember that movie being better. I watched it now, and I'm like, oh, no. Dude, that movie when I was a kid was the fucking funniest thing ever. I watched it again a couple years ago, and I was like, why? This is so racist and so bad at the same time. (sighs) 
That was a kids movie too. Yeah, Didn't Nickelodeon say, like fucking produce that or Paramount? I wouldn't say kids movie. I would say like teen movie. It was a movie that a lot of kids went to see with their parents. Well, yeah, because Dana Carvey was from SNL and then you watch SNL with your parents. But I was just like, fuck. Man, it is what it is. But that's the fun fact. Uh, so, um, hey, do, do you want to read off this cast list? Yeah, it's man, I got be... this mega cast list. So, <clears throat> starting off, we got Jay Muse as Jay slash Chronic. We got Kevin Smith as Silent Bob and Blunt Man. We got Ben Affleck as himself, Holden McNeil, and Chucky Sullivan. We got Jeff Anderson as Gra- uh, Randall Graves. Brian O'Halloran as Dante Hicks. Shannon Elizabeth as Justice. Uh, Eliza Dushku as Sissy. Ali Larder as Chrissy. Jennifer Schal- Schwalbach yep. as Missy. One of those ones is his wife. I think it's Jennifer. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> I wish. Will yes. Farrell. Will Farrell as Federal uh, Wildlife Marshal Will and Holly. Uh, Jason Lee as Brody slash Banky. Matt Damon as himself and Will Hunting. Judd Nelson as the Scherf. Yeah, George Carlin as the hitchhiker who wants to give all the blowjobs. Carrie Fisher as the nun. Sean William Scott as Brent. John Stewart as Reg Hartner, Jules Ashner as herself, Steve Kometko as himself, Tracy Morgan as Pumpkin Escobar. I have a fun fact about him. I saw uh, Gus Van Shant as himself, Chris Rock as Chaka Luther King, Jamie Kennedy as Chaka's production assistant, Wes Craven as himself because um, around the time of the filming this movie, uh, in Scream Three, Jay and Silent Bob make an appearance. Along with Carrie Fisher. Uh, Shannon Doherty as herself. Mark Hamill as Cockknocker and the voice of Scooby-Doo. We got Mark Blucas as Freddy's lookalike. Matthew James as Shaggy's lookalike. <laughs> Jane Sylvia as Velma. Uh, Carmen Lewin as Daphne. Yeah, Diedrich Bader as Gordon the security guard. Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek play themselves. Morris Day also plays himself. Brian Johnson as Steve Dave. Walter Flanagan is Walter. Renee Humphrey is Trisha Jones. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams is Alyssa Jones. Oh, they're the, from Chasing Amy. Yes. Um, Dwight Ewell as uh, Hooper Lamont or Hooper X. Oh, also from Chasing Amy. I didn't know he made an appearance in this. I forgot he was with uh, Banky at the end. Yeah, I don't remember. Not Banky or uh, whoever the fuck he plays. Yeah, well, one of the two. Uh, uh, Scott William Winters as himself and Clark. Yeah, Banky. Yeah, Banky. Not Brody. Brody's not the the comic. Yeah, the I, so th- this this cast was fucking huge. Stoiked. Um, I I I, I was I, it's th- th- there's more people by the way on the cast list. Yeah, it's like a fuck ton of people. But a lot of them are like uncredited or in deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Alanis Morissette for the end credit. Yeah, because she's God. Yep, and uh, there's a bunch of other people, but shit, like this is a a beefy cast. I would uh, I would love to know if any of them regretted doing this film back in 2001. Um, I believe none of them regretted doing it. They just didn't want to do it at the same time. Well, because... Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I think oh, I have this note somewhere in here. They owe they owed Kevin Smith a favor because. Uh, Kevin gave Harvey Weinstein uh, the script to Goodwill Hunting, 
and told him about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, and that's why they got into the Wait, film. wait, wait a minute. So, if it wasn't for Kevin Smith, Goodwill Hunting would have never been... That's... Yes. What the... F- what? <laughs> at least it wouldn't have been produced at uh, the Weinstein Company. Uh, it shouldn't have been, to be honest, at this point. Well, back in the day, we didn't know, okay? It doesn't it doesn't excuse it, but the movies are still good. <laughs> yeah, they, they are still good. Some of the Tarantino movies, Good Will Haunting is an example. Haven't seen that movie, actually. I I, I just know it's really good. Neither have I. Good, we I can add that to the list eventually. Yeah, we'll throw it on there somewhere. So, now the budget of this film was a whopping $22 million dollars. And it and its box office was a uh, thirty three point eight million. That's a lot of um, Kevin Smith movies, though. They're mostly cult classics that his fans watch and love and buy the merchandise for. So the box office never makes that much. No, oh, yeah, I I, I want to find a, a movies hat though. You can probably find one at like freaking Spencer's or Hot Topic. Because I I kind of want the like the, the similar one that uh uh. Tom Bob has. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of that stuff's easy to find. You just Google it. You'll find it. We should definitely do, like, uh, one of these years, months, days, weeks. Uh, take a trip up to Jersey and go to the Quick Stop. You go to the Quick Stop. We can go to the Secret Stash. Because it's still... Because those things will, will stay there till the end of time. Well, fingers crossed. Yeah, I do want to go to um, Quick Stop. Just for funsies, and also the secret stash because I like comic books, so it'll yeah. be fun. Uh, we can probably go. Maybe one of the times you're back from school. Yeah, ho- hopefully. Well, yeah. Actually, I won't be back a lot because remember I'm moving up there. Oh yeah, your dad's going up there too. Yeah, so like a day we'll we'll plan like a a time to meet up in Jersey. Yeah, for sure. Or we can do it um before you go up there. Uh, probably. All all depends. We'll see. I got a vacation coming up in a month or two. So I, got, I, I I'm gonna be up in Jer- I'm gonna be up in not Jersey uh upstate in a month because my mom wants to take a tour of the campus. Uh, okay. Even though I'm going up there a month later. Hey man, <clears throat> whatever. Other than that, the the film was originally titled uh, Viva Skew Five. And the title was changed <laughs> to Jalen Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, filming began uh, January fourteenth, uh, two thousand and one, and ended April nineteenth, two thousand and one. Filming took place in New Jersey and in mostly California. On his podcast, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, Kevin Smith explained at length on how much of a headache the film was to make, mostly. Uh, owing it to Jason Mewes' drug and alcohol abuse, uh, tuning him into a ticking time bomb, which threatened to shut the project down at any moment. During pre-production, Mew, uh, Mews would have constant mood swings due to heroin withdrawals to the point that Smith actually threw him out of his car on their way to the set one day. Mews would compensate for his lack of drugs by drinking heavily, um, after every day of shooting and nearly got into a fistfight with Scott Moiser when he had to come back one night for a reshoot while drunk. I wonder which, I wonder what scene that was. 
Um, Apparently there's some, like, we were watching uh, Dogman, there are some notes about him, like, falling asleep during one of the scenes. There, You can probably, if you pay attention enough, you can probably tell when he's drunk. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we, I don't care if you pay attention enough. When the <laughs> shoot wrapped, uh, Smith told Muse point blank to get sober or he will never speak to him again. And he did. Yeah, like, hey, like, he, he, Jay turned his life around. Yeah, he's got a wife and a kid now. Yeah. And he had his own movie called Method in the Madness, which I want to watch at some point. It's not tied to the Viewerscoot universe, but it's made by um, Kevin Smith's production team. Uh, do you want to pick up? Next paragraph. Oh uh, yeah, so give me one sec. In August 2001, three weeks prior to the release, the film came under fire from the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, or GLAD, for its overwhelmingly homophobic tone. Because the J is not a family-friendly character, which included <laughs> yeah. an abundance of gay jokes and characters successfully using the term "gay" to mean something derogatory. The scenes deemed particularly offensive included Jay's vehement. Vehement I guess refusal so. of giving oral sex to a male driver while hitchhiking, and Jay chastising Silent Bob for being willing to perform fellatio on him to get the security guard to let him go. See, the scene where Jay is refusing to give oral sex has George Carlin going, "Hey man, love is love. Do whatever you want." So I think they need to stop about that one because that scene has you know both, um, both sides of the fence, both sides of the story. Yeah. And then the, the James Vanderbeek scene with uh, where they first meet Jay and Silent Bob, they're talking about gay huddles and stuff. So yeah, I, I can understand what they mean. But uh, that the first scene with George Carlin, it's like, come on, that was okay. Yeah. Um, following the advanced screening of the film, former Glad Media director Scott Somanin, Soman asked Kevin Smith to make ten thousand dollar donation to the Matthew Shepard Foundation, uh, as well as include a reference to the Glad's cause in the ending credits, which I think he does. But Kevin Smith probably would have donated to Glad regardless. Kevin Smith yeah. donates a lot of money. He's a good guy. Yeah, he is. So I wouldn't be surprised if he would have done that anyway without them telling him to do it. Yeah. So. Uh, oh. Uh, you, can pop, you can check this one out. All right. Uh, because uh, Ben Affleck reprised his role as Holden from Chasing Amy in 1997, Kevin Smith had originally wanted to cast uh, different actors to play Affleck and Mac Damon in Goodwill Hunting spoof. Uh, Smith first considered casting Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, uh, then Sean Wayne and, and, and Martin Wayne, uh, before finally deciding to cast Affleck and Damon as himself. Imagine having Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, but they're played by <laughs> the Wayne's brothers. That would have been... <laughs> oh my god. That would have been such like a great meta joke. Uh, that would have been... Mwah. Yeah, icing on the cake, man. I would have loved that so much. It would have been super good. And then even Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, who were like the boys. Yeah. The, uh, crashers. the fictitious website, Movie Poop Shoot. Yep, that's the title. Yep. Is a major plot point, Movie Poop Shoot, uh, existed as an actual website before the film's release. A parody. <coughs> oh, I'm, ta- I'm dying again. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, <clears throat> a parody of the film's website. This, uh, the site contained inflammatory posts towards Bluntman and Chronic Strike Back, which were later read in the movie, including the immortal "fuck Jane Silent Bond, fuck them up, they're stupid asses." Yeah, uh, the thread ends with Jay, uh, Jay's you. 
you are the ones who are the ball lickers. The false site also served as the home of the internet-only trailer for the for the film. Movie Poop Shoot has recently been converted into a bona fide website containing news and columns about movies, comic books, and music. Interesting. <laughs> I they probably I, did that for the reboot. I um I I I brought this up in my notes, but I'm just gonna bring it up here because it's always fun. I I think like we we would definitely be on moviepoopshoot.com <laughs> for sure. We we have our own column there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll check out the website later. See what see what it looks like. Cool. So uh, yeah, I got some fun facts. So uh, Tracy Morgan's drug dealer character was originally just an unnamed character, but Morgan came up with the name Pumpkin Escobar the day they filmed the scene. Morgan also came up with the idea of Escobar's sidekick Scott, reasoning um, he's the West Coast Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, I can yeah. I, I I can I can agree with that. Yeah. But I, I I love Tracy Morgan. He just comes with a character. He's like, I, I'm not supposed to have a name, but I want a name. He probably Pumpkin looked at he, he, he probably looked at the ground, saw a sign, Pumpkin Escobar. Let's go. Yeah, he's like, let's go. Uh, another fun fact: Brody's comic book store, Brody's Secret Stash, is a slightly altered version of Kevin Smith's real life comic book store, Jalen Silent Bob's Secret Stash. The store is featured in the film was based on the California location that did close in the mid 2000s. Most unfortunate. And my final bit of factage. Yeah. The word fuck is used 248 times. Yeah, that's crazy. Think of the person who had to sit there and just click every time they heard it. What do you mean? Because you got those. Oh, little... counting it, you mean? Yeah, 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 the counting thing. Yeah, some people do that. They probably watched it a couple times and went, they say fuck a lot. Let's count it. Yeah. All right, on to the plot. Unless you got any more facts, buddy boy. I don't. I am stupid. <laughs> you would. You would be dumb. Anyway, <clears throat> the plot. Upon receiving a restraining order from Randall Graves for selling drugs outside the Quick Stop, Jay and Silent Bob learn from Brody Bruce that Blunt Man and Chronic, the comic based on their likenesses, is being adapted by Miramax Films. The pair visit Holden McNeil, co-writer of Blunt Man and Chronic, and demand royalties from the film, but Holden explains he sold his shares of the rights to the co-writer Banky Edwards. Seeing the negative reaction uh, the film has received online, the pair set out for Hollywood to prevent the film from tainting their image, or at least to receive the royalties owed to them. En route, they befriend an animal-liberating group, Justice, Missy, Sissy, Chrissy, and Brent. The organization is a front. Brent is just a patsy who will free animals from a laboratory as a diversion while the girls rob the diamond depository. Uh, Jay throws Brent out of the van to get closer to Justice to whom he's attracted to. Justice is fond of the pair but reluctantly accepts them as the new patsies. When the girls steal the diamonds, Jay and Silent Bob free the animals, taking an orangutan named Suzanne with them. They escape as the police arrive and the van explodes, which they believe kill, has killed the girls. Somehow. Uh, yeah. Federal Wildlife Marshal Will and Holly <clears throat> uh, arrives oblivious to the diamond heist. He claims jurisdiction due to the escaped animals, all of which have been recovered but the orangutan. The officers find footage of a video Sissy recorded of Jay claiming he is the Clit Commander, while accompanying uh, literature that Clit is an acronym for Coalition for the Liberation of Inerrant Tree Dwellers. Don't forget labia. Will, Will and Holly <laughs> declares the crime... Is an act of terrorism and calls for backup to hunt the two most dangerous men on the planet. 
Seeking refuge inside a diner, Jay and Silent Bob dress Suzanne as the child. Will and Holly facing the political repercussions of arresting a gay couple. Let's them leave, but quickly resumes the chase. The fugitives jump into a sewer system, and Will and Holly is tricked into jumping off the dam. Suzanne is then abducted by Hollywood Animal Acting Agency, and Jay and Silent Bob arrive in Hollywood and find themselves in the background of an E! News newscast about their online threat against Miramax. Watching the news, Justice takes the diamonds to Hollywood to set things right. Will and Holly also leaves for Hollywood. Chased by studio security and reclaiming Suzanne from the set of Scream 4, Jay and Silent Bob end up, dressing, end up in the dressing room of Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek, the actors playing Blunt Man and Chronic. Suzanne beats up the actors, and Jay and Silent Bob assume their roles. Uh, meeting racist director Chaka Luther King, they are forced to fight Mark Hamill, playing the supervillain Cockknocker. Will and Holly arrive to capture Jay and Silent Bob, but Justice protects them, admitting the Clit organization was only a diversion. The other thieves arrive for a climactic final battle ensues. Jay and Silent Bob get their royalties from Banky after Silent Bob informs him he violated the, like the original likeness rights contract by not getting their permission before selling the film rights to Miramax and could face serious legal troubles. And Justice turns herself and her former team into Will and Holly in exchange for a shorter sentence and freeing Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob spend their royalty money locating everyone who expressed negative opinions on the internet about their movie and their characters, including children and the clergy, and travel to assault them. Yeah. The scene cuts to the audience leaving the theater, having just watched the Blunt Man and Chronic movie to poor reception. Jay and Silent Bob with Justice and Will and Holly go across the street to enjoy the after party, featuring a performance from Morris Day and The Time. After the credits, God closes the View Askew book. Which was Alanis Morissette. Yeah, the View Askew Universe book it was closed after Jay and Silent Bob. And then immediately, like a year later, Clerks 2. And then, uh, fucking reboot. And then, I think it's Clerks 2, one more movie, and then the reboot. Mm. I think. I gotta check out the Askew Universe. And then we got, um, the horror trilogy he's working on. He's got the third movie, Moose Jaws, coming out. And then there's gonna be, uh... Um, oh, right, we gotta review Tusk. Fuck. Yeah, there's gonna be a Clerks 3, and there's also gonna be a... Uh, a Mallrats prequel. So... Huh? Woo! Yeah, it's called Mallrats. Why do I have a feeling the cast of Stranger Things is gonna be in it? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> it's... That's what it's gonna be. Oh, because the cast of Stranger Things are hot commodities right Freaking, now. Freaking, I can see, like, when, like, Finn Wolf Wolfhard being, like, uh, Brody, to be honest. That'd be funny. I don't know if they're gonna make it, like, their actual kids, or if it's just gonna be them making a joke. Well, it, it, it's either, well, if, if it's gonna be kids, it's either gonna be the cast of Stranger Things or the cast of, um, It. Or it can just be the cast of Mallrats, but, you know. Yeah, just, like, cut them at the knees. No, just them looking younger with makeup. Uh, we do have technology. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. Okay. Actually, I, I keep on forgetting. We, you bring up Kevin Smith's horror. That means, oh, we have to watch Tusk. Tusk is good. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It looks good. so fucking bad. Tusk is It's better than Yoga Hosers. I, I have Yoga Hosers. I haven't watched it yet. Yoga Hosers is not that good. It's his daughter and jo uh, Johnny Depp's daughter, and they run the Canadian Quick Stop, and they get attacked by Nazi uh, sausages. And that's Hell the yeah. They get attacked by the Bratzies. I, got, I, 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 I bought Yoga Hosers for like a dollar at Dollar Tree. Nice. 
Dude, Tusk is like a really good movie. I don't know what the fuck you're complaining about. It looks so bad. It's not. It's really good. Anyway, All let's right. get into the mid-movie notes. Let's you have none. Up. I have a few. Good. Um, get on it, son. I, I mentioned Ike. I forgot how corny this movie was. Corny or homophobic? Corny. <laughs> With a capital C. Uh, the fucking goat, George Carlin, R.I.P. the legend right there. Real life Scooby-Doo, don't know why. Um, I, I, I believe we would be on that website of, of Movie Poop Shoot. And then we see Brent. I'm not, I will never call, I'm only calling him Brent right now, but he will forever be known as Stifler. Yeah, it's the Stifler. You, you cannot call him any other character. Just like Jason uh, Biggs, he'll be known for one thing and one thing only. Jason Biggs almost had a successful sitcom, but they cut it at the knees. Mm. Uh, you'd think that they, they, they'd stop Jay from throwing out Stifler. No. And, and funny enough, after I wrote that note, I completely forgot they they bring up why they didn't stop him. I was like, sucks. oh, cool. Um, uh, this was the highest. I think I saw the documentary on YouTube. Or, like, the behind the scenes, that was the last thing they filmed. Well, because it's probably the hardest thing to do. Yeah, because of explosions and animals yeah, and CGI. And, and money. Uh, uh, don't at me, but Justice is the only one rocking that full body suit, in my opinion. Ah, you are wrong. <laughs> that, the, the, I'm sorry, that's just me right there. The one he calls Jugs is also rocking it. Ah, I like... I think that's Dushku. I, I, I like the actress who plays Justice. So that's We all like Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth n- Shannon. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I bought this up. Knowing what we know about Jay during the time of this filming, you, you kind of feel bad because he's trying his hardest not to fuck up a lot. You can definitely feel it. Well, yeah, he's trying his hardest because he knows he doesn't want to lose his friends and, you know, career. Yeah. Even if his, I mean, his career isn't like... The biggest thing in Hollywood, but he's made stupid money playing a, himself, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are diamonds just laying, around, laying like that? Normally, you don't see, like, a, a, a pile of diamonds like that. Mm-hmm. It's all just... You only see that in movies. And this is a movie. Yes. <laughs> uh, here got... comes the boy Will Ferrell. Yeah, the goat. <laughs> Coming up on the moped. Pretty much. Uh, John Stewart. I love John Stewart. One of my favorite, like, uh, like news-type comedians that was on Comedy Central. Because um, I fucking... I typed this out and auto-corrected it to click, but no, it's supposed to be... Clit. Clit and labia. God damn it. Clit, <laughs> commander! I got... Maybe there Mario. is a clit organization, and then there's a labia organization. Hmm... I, I had to rewind this because I forgot what 1082 was. I rewound it. 1082 is disappearing a dead hooker from Ben Affleck's trailer. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ah. And then uh, the, the legendary director of Wes Craven, an amazing director, uh, James B- Jason Biggs, James Vanderbeek. Uh, Jason Biggs is, actu- is actually haunted by uh, American Pie. 
that's like like his his thing saying he doesn't want to be known as the pie fucker, but he's he he's gonna be known as that. Yeah. Uh, I I cannot say the full thing of NW of NWP, but uh. Oh, dude, I want to watch it. <laughs> but like Chris Rock said, he he came up with um with the the idea for Sesame Street, what he was gonna call it, NWP. Uh, just think of NWA, but just replace the A with a P. Best way to put Wait, it. Replace the attitude with puppets. Yes. Uh, and then Mark Hamill for the win. That was like Love my Mark favorite Hamill. scene. Oh, dude, Mark Hamill's great. Whatever, whenever he shows up and stuff, it's like, oh my god. Uh, then I w- <laughs> so the reviews of this film uh, go from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back received a mixed reviews from critics. On review aggregator website, Ron Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 53% based off of 152 reviews and 75% from the audience based off of thousands of reviews. With an average <laughs> rating of uh, 5.6 uh, 60 out of 10, the yeah. site's critical consensus reads, fans can expect a good laugh at the cast from Smith's previous film, Reunite on Jane Silent Bob, um, a, a last bow... Uh, Bob's last bow, the loose plotting and crude language may be too much for others, though. Which is a nah, very man. respectful. It's, it's bueno. Uh, you gave it a lot higher than me. I, because I, I love I, this movie. I, I I gave it, like, somewhere in the middle. because it, It's good, but it's not perfect to me. No, so, I didn't give it a perfect score. I just gave it a higher score than, honestly, it deserves. But, I don't know. I like this film a lot. It's very stupid and very fun. So, hit us off with that, uh... Good review, Hunter. So we got a good review from Bill Gilborn of Pop Matters. We should have got a review from Poop Shoot, man. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, like one massive inside joke that only regulars to the Viewerski universe will get, Jay and Silent Bob is the ultimate measure of Smith's undeniable nerdiness. That's facts. And because I gave it the lesser re- uh, score, this is from PJ Nabor of Patrick Nabor website. This guy plugged his own shit and uh, he was the only decently bad review that I didn't have to go to a website for uh, though it earns the odd chuckle on occasions it essentially just an uh, elongated and largely pointless spoof movie designed only to glorify Smith's own um, hermetic hermetic uh, movie world thank you which is facts but also like it's fun yeah uh, so Hunter Hit us off with that view, review first. My review. I gave it 8. I think I did this last time. Snoochie Booches out of 10. I either did Snoogans or Snoochie Boochies. Every time there's a Jan Son Bob movie or any viewer scoop, I'm probably going to rate it with Snoochie Boochies. Mm-hmm. Just a heads up. <laughs> Fair. So, um, my little explanation. I said, despite the poor aging of this film, it's great and it's a wonderful culmination until obviously the sequels came out later on. Of the Viewers Universe. So this movie came out in 2001, I believe. Clerks 2 came out in 2006. So five years later, mm. he opened up the book of the Viewers Universe again. Because in between that, I think he did Cop Out and um, another movie. Uh, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, I think, was 2004? I think so. I think Cop Out was 2009. Really? I'll double check when you uh, read your review. Mm-hmm. And I gave this... <clears throat> 6.5, yo baby, you ever had your asshole licked by a fat guy in an overcoat? Yes. A- out of 10. Uh, so, th- uh, this movie is just so much fun. Yes, it aged like milk, 
But that milk is a nice cheese now, to be honest. <laughs> but with that said, this movie is a classic and a nice popcorn flick. And, well, it's a movie worth watching every now and then. Yeah. It's a movie that you can definitely go like, hey, I'm kind of in the mood for a stoner movie, but I don't want to watch uh, Harold and Kumar. That's, I, that's pretty much the best way to put it. Oh, and I was wrong about some stuff. Oh, what? So... In between, he only did Jersey Girl. Then it was Clerks 2 in 2006. Zack and Mary was 2008. Cop Out was 2010. Oh, I was close. Red Fuck. State was 2011. And then Tusk was 2014. And then he's back to his bullshit with Yoga Hosers, Holidays. He uh, had a movie called Hollyweed, which was supposed to be a show, but didn't get picked up. I, I watched the first episode of that. I think that was on YouTube. It's, an, it's the only episode. <laughs> Fun fact. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, because that's where they d- describe dickweed to audiences and what that term means. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I got nothing else really to think of. Oh, um, I, for the listeners on YouTube, <clears throat> I'm going to be putting a lot more effort in to stuff for you guys. As long as, uh, along with the audio listeners as you guys saw, I, um, instead of me doing what I normally do I don't put stuff in like I added the TikTok clip for the episode last time I also I'm going to be adding pictures when we say pictures like at the beginning of the episode you're, you're going to see uh, the the clips or at least the, the small little pictures from uh, Make Happy and uh, Inside mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull that up on, on the screen I'm trying to put mo- a lot more effort in Trying to do that, but I am a very lazy person, and I edit way too much. I'm a workaholic. Yeah, I mean we're all lazy and work. We're all lazy workaholics. It's a contradiction that everybody lives. If you can do it, do it. Every once in a while, if you're you don't have the time because of school or something, it's okay. Well, no, it's it's always the audio. The uh, podcast audio is still always pretty solid. So it's like I I try to do it, but also I forget. I go like, oh, I'm done. Then I'm like, oh, I I I already posted on YouTube, but I forgot to add. Like a five-second picture, and damn it! Yeah, like you, you said you were gonna do it, and then you didn't. <laughs> yeah, like I did that so many times, so many things. There are so many inside jokes now that we have. Yeah, it happens. Like the picture of freaking you know what? I, 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 like the picture of of goddamn um, uh, the guy who plays Harry Potter. Fuck. Um, uh, the fucking like eyebrowless. Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. That name escapes eyebrows. me. I I I know. I, I sent you a picture a while ago, of an eyebrowless version of T- Daniel Radcliffe. We'll put it up right now. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I was gonna add that, that I never did. So, put up all the pictures you were gonna add right now. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Oh man, what a loser! <laughs> Fuck you. You just said I'm gonna put in more effort, and then you're just like, ah, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh, seeing Bob and Harvey Weinstein get credit in this is just killing me. Oh, it's just killing me. I'm surprised they didn't have cameos in this in this movie. I mean, they're not really like those kind of people, you know. Well, Harvey Weinstein is, to be honest. I've never seen him in movies. I have a feeling he would he would throw himself into Maybe. his own shit. I'm trying to find the picture of um Daniel Radcliffe. I sent it to you. Daniel Radcliffe. I'll never forget. Like, it was the most funniest thing in the world. 
Where is it? Where is it? And I hope you guys weren't too, uh, like, actually, we, we have a small audience. Can't really say I hope you guys weren't too upset about our schedule change. <clears throat> Doesn't really fucking matter. Yeah, no, we had to change some stuff around because I got a new job. And We I might even have to change more stuff around once you get up to college and you see your uh, schedule. So, you know, well, we'll adjust like, accordingly. If we, can keep, if we can keep it on a Saturday... Well, you have homework to do, dude. I'm not going to let you I will fail get all that done before we talk about week- movies. I'll get that done before the weekend. You say that, and then you'll be dormant and partying and hanging out with boys late at night on a Friday, and you're not going to want to wake up at 8 a.m. to film a movie podcast. <laughs> well, th- that's why we could try to bump it to, like, an afternoon at best. Mm, well, I got to make... So, I'm, right now, I'm working both my jobs. I Because we haven't found a replacement for me at the comic book store. Oof. So I'm currently working at both jobs. Once they find a replacement for me, I will have my Sunday afternoons, uh, Saturday afternoons free. So we could probably do it at like 1 o'clock-ish once I uh, leave that job. Or once I get less hours at that job, because I think I'm going to stay on Sundays. We shall see. Mm-hmm. So it's all an adjustment period. Yeah. But uh, all right. other than that, though, it's, I'm going to head it off with this outro. Hell yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Box Office Losers. And on Twitter at Box Office Loser for up-to-date news, uh, posts. The Twitter kind of goes dormant every now and then, up until. So does the Instagram. Yeah, up until someone threatens one of us to break our kneecaps, and yeah, then we decide to post. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to wherever podcasts are found. Leave a review whatever podcast platform you are on. Share with your friends, family, do whatever you can to help promote us. I'm gonna try to look into some podcast networks see if we can get into some things yeah, um, I'm gonna down. put our our hat out there put the or just cast the line out there hopefully someone takes the bait hopefully someone's stupid enough to pick us up <laughs> and, and, and if it's like a not paid for network job I don't care as long as our podcast on a, a big platform we're definitely not gonna get paid to do podcasts Zachary well <laughs> at least not up through until, a network up until Sponsors go, yo, I'll give you some money if, if you can promote Manscaped and shave your balls for us. I'll post a picture of my shaved balls if they give us money. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'll go, this is the power of Manscaped, baby. Like the Pine Saw commercials. That's the power of Pine Saw, baby. <laughs> Alright, all right. Uh, Hunter, where can we find you? <laughs> You can find me at Scruffy Moose Man all over the interwebs. You can also find me at Android's Amazing Podcast every Wednesday. It's a comic book podcast I do with my co-worker at Comic Book Store. You can also find me every Thursday at Star uh, at Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast. This week, um, it's the next week, I think we're talking about Clone Wars. Again, for the final time, we're doing a retrospective. So, we talked about Clone Wars a lot, but there's seven seasons of it, so give us a break. We're almost done. <laughs> Zach, where can we find you? You can you find. Really... Yeah, okay, good. I wanted to make sure I didn't uh, just Ooh. blank out on you saying everything before. before. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I didn't say everything. I, I, cause I, I, I went on a long rant about the outro. Um, I want to make sure. You can find me at Dark Shadow Zake literally everywhere um, social media platforms are. You can also catch me every. Uh, I, I, I can't give a solid day for the AEW injection as of right now because. The NBA, the NBA finals are happening, 
So you can catch me whenever on the Sports Hitlist Facebook page for the AEW injection. You can also catch me um, either on a Friday or a Monday for the Pro Wrestling What Ifs. It's a series that I host where I pose the question of the what ifs and I see if my panel of guests can create a solid cohesive story that fits the, the narrative of that said what if uh, you can also just catch me here I got nothing else planned other than that though guys we do appreciate you and we'll catch you all next time for the episode of scroll back up the Goonies Ooh, Goonies. You got Can't Goonies next up. That shit. Goonies I'm, fire. I'm going to be buying that digitally, so expect... If that's on Movies Anywhere, uh, Hunter, I'll let you know. Sounds cool. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace.